Okay, hello, welcome. This is not conspiracy. This is not comedy shakedown. <laughs> this is a different podcast. <laughs> this is I, I do a new podcast every week now. <laughs> so, but I'm still getting funny people that are interested in them, so they're worth doing. I have my friend Chris de Blasio here. Chris, are you there? I am here. Thank you, Anthony Quinn, for having me in. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now I'm a man. I'm a man of many podcasts as well. <laughs> yes, yes. We like to talk. We like to talk. Our mouth is probably our best feature. Whoa, whoa. Oh, hey now. Hey now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, the truth hurts sometimes. The truth is startling sometimes. We're, <laughs> we're finding that out about life now, man. Yes, but, um, yes, we are. but nah, man, yo, so I have so many fucking questions for you about what the hell you're doing, because I was talking to Josh Wells about it and he goes, I don't even really want to know what Chris is doing. I just like imagining what he could be doing. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. That's he goes, I go, did he retire from being a teacher and just move to North Carolina? Is he there for comedy? And he goes... I don't know, but I love seeing his posts. That's what he said. <laughs> so, so on Food Addict, this is the second episode. I did a short intro episode. Tell us, Chris de Blasio, what is going on with you? Uh, I'm just I'm hanging out here in North Carolina. My parents own a second home down here. And um, once school and everything was canceled for the year, in like May, I think, 8th, I decided to get the hell out of New Jersey for as long as I could. <laughs> but you're not retired. No, no, no. I'm not retired. Okay. But down here, the there were fewer restrictions down here anyway. Yeah. They opened up things down here and everything. I've been able to go out to restaurants and bars for the last. So why weeks. you said something about retire? In one of the texts, you were saying you said something about retiring. You trying to fuck around? Was that it? Were you kidding? Oh, I was talking about no. I was talking about retiring the living the Q life Facebook posts. Oh, okay, all right. Because I was doing that whole hashtag living that Q life. <laughs> For the 55 days I was locked in my apartment. So you're just on vacation, you smug fuck. Basically. And what's great about it is it's an indeterminate vacation because my parents own the house. They actually just came down yesterday. And but I can stay here as long as I want. He's like, I'm like, what's up with Chris, man? Did he leave? Oh, no, he's just on vacation at his other parents' other house <laughs> where he can actually yeah. do comedy. So, okay, so my next question is I'm, I'm glad everything's good. I pretty much thought that was the case because I have this kind of like common sense thinking that a lot of people don't have anymore, Chris. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, it certainly don't. You do not have <laughs> so my next question for you is... How is the comedy down there? Was it worth going down there? And have, what have you gotten out of it? Well, there, there has not been any comedy. The comedy, there, there's a very small comedy scene right here in Wilmington. Down in Myrtle Beach, about an hour away, there's a bigger scene. But Myrtle Beach, the one club is open in Myrtle Beach right now. But it's a, uh, it's a clean only club. Whoa. Which I, I refuse to work at those places. <laughs> uh, they call you like 10 times a day, right? Come on, Chris. <laughs> Uh, but no, there's no mics. Or, there's, like I said, a small scene here in Wilmington that I've, that I've been part of before. Uh, but there's nothing going on here. So I've just been doing the Zoom shows and Zoom mics like everybody else. I thought you were just, you just had enough of it. You were like, fuck this. Even if it's telling jokes to cows. Well, no, well, James Mack was down here for about eight or nine days. And we went on the beach and did, uh, did some ambush comedy on the beach a couple times. Wow. Holy shit. That was interesting. What other, what other comics or just you guys? 
Uh, just the two of us. We would just walk up to groups of people and be like, hey, guys, what's going on? We're a couple of comedians from uh, New Jersey. We're just here hanging out. We, you know, would you let us tell you a couple of jokes and wow. uh, roast you guys? You know, so there was what was really good was that one we said, would you do you want us to roast or, or do jokes? And everyone's like, oh, roast us, you know, because <laughs> famous so, last words. right? <laughs> you know what? I don't think I don't think we were said we were from New Jersey. I just think we said we were two comics because the girl got caught off guard by this. She said. So she said, they're like, roast us. So James goes, oh, where are you from? Very ridiculously attractive young lady. Wow. And she goes, she goes, oh, I'm from New York. And he's like, where? And she goes, Saratoga. Now, she innocently said Saratoga because that's where she's from. <laughs> now, she doesn't know that I'm from the New York, New Jersey area. So I know what Saratoga famous for. The racetrack. Yeah, horses. So I go, yes. boy, that's funny. You don't look like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did she get nuts about it? Was she was she? No, upset? she laughed. She laughed. I think she was more surprised that I knew Saratoga. You know, <laughs> that's a famous. That's a beautiful racetrack. Have you been there? I have not ever been to the racetrack. Oh, I've been to Saratoga. Gorgeous racetrack. If you're gonna, if you're like that's regular horse racing, not trotters. You know, like real yeah, where the, the yeah. jockey's actually riding the horse. That's fucking amazing seeing horse racing there. Anyway, that's awesome. I, my next question was, I mean, did you get? Some numbers? Did you like? And well, it's a pandemic. No, no. It's a pandemic. You 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 got no game, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> let me ambush you, got, you with. I don't my... have I don't have game in regular time. In let pandemic me times. let me ask you. Let me ambush you with my comedy and my phone number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man, dude. That's cool. But how was the general reaction? Did you have any bad reaction to it? Uh, no, no bad reaction. There were some that were lukewarm to it. Lukewarm? You know, it was fun. It was just... <laughs> you just did it I hate it when they're lukewarm. <laughs> well, you know, they weren't expecting... These are people just enjoying a nice day at the beach and two idiots come up to them and are like, hey, you want to tell your jokes? People from New Jersey. Yeah, imagine if the people were from New Jersey and then they're down there having a vacation and people from New Jersey come up to them and want to tell them jokes. They're like, fuck. I can't get away. But no, that's awesome, dude. That is awesome. Um, I find that most of the time, man, when I tell people, especially with the podcast, their energy about it's great. Yeah. You know, it's it. A lot of it, and this is, it's if your energy's good, then their energy's good. Yes. You know, um, I find sometimes when people say they're comedians or when they say they do comedy, they're very defensive about it. You know, they're very like, and I, I understand why, but with me, I just say, yeah, man, sorry, I talk a lot. I'm a comedian. I'm, I'm trying to fucking, you know, I'm trying to get a bit out of you, you fucking moron. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know, man. Life's too short. I mean, dude, has this time ever, you know, like the, the, what everybody's going through? If there's if you can't see clearly now, if this hasn't helped you bridge the gaps in your life, then will anything? No. Yeah, that's a good point. No, absolutely not. Yeah, if this has not taught you to think clearly and, and understand the important things in, in your life specifically. So so this is I wanted to do that intro because I wanted to know that. But this podcast is about it's called Food Addict, but it's really about my life because I am a food addict. But <clears throat> you know, food it, it's hard, man, because right now there's a racial revolution going on <laughs> and all kinds of crazy. But we deal with bigotry every day, don't we, Chris? 
We absolutely do. Fat lives matter. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I hate to come off like that, but there hasn't been really a day in my life when somebody hasn't judged me for being fat. You know, on some way, the way, and now you should see the way people look at me now with how I look. <laughs> right, well. <laughs> I swear I was driving yesterday, and I'm in this Dominican area here. Very, Everybody's very nice. But I was driving, and I was laughing, and I swear, some guy got pissed at me laughing driving by him. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's outward discrimination. It's like you know uncomfortable uncomfortable airplane seats. Uh. Yeah, I wasn't even laughing about I was laughing about something totally you know. But I look like I guess I look like some kind of crazy Unabomber redneck or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But um, so what I'm saying is is a lot of people don't buy into the fact that food is a drug, but. Um, I not only buy into the, that fact, I know it. You know, I know it. Um, <clears throat> when you eat certain things, and, you know, it's, it's almost, I think you can get a better gauge of it if you're somebody that eats healthy and loses weight, and then you start eating bad again. You know, you understand how your body reacts to things. Have you found that or no? Uh, yeah, to a point. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, but weight is a struggle, and eating yeah, is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's what it is. Like, I'm not saying you have problems with food. I just know, um, I know the first time I ever I mean, met you. I like really like Doritos. I know you talk about Doritos. Yeah, that's what it, so, so the first time I ever met you, though, was at Rhino, and you were like, oh, thank God Anthony Quinn's here. I'm not the only fat guy. Like, it was something like that. <laughs> uh, did I say that? That's a good joke. That's actually funny. Yeah, yeah. So you fat shame me from the beginning. So sometimes in the middle of the night when I'm pissed, when the dark pe- thoughts come, you're right there. I'm like, why me, man? Why me? I'm not just another fat guy, Chris. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, dude, you're dealing with fucking comedians. You're dealing with a lot of people that have addictions. And what we know about addiction, it's not just fucking like food or drugs. It's a, it's a, it's a frame of mind. It's a psychiatric disorder. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a behavior. It's definitely a... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all about behaviors. So, you know, if you have these behaviors, there's one thing. It can. It doesn't always... Tra- that's what's confusing about it. It doesn't always transcend into another. Like, if you're somebody who was a drinker, you could never gamble in your life. And you could never, you know... But, right. But, you know, you just have to keep track of the behaviors. If you're having... What I try to think is healthy things. You know, but if you're somebody who never can drink healthy, then you can't fucking drink. Right. That's it. You know, and some people, they get addicted to AA, they get addicted to this, they get addicted to that. Whatever works for you, man. I know a lot of 12-step knowledge. I do. And I apply it in my life sometimes. But I apply it the way I think that it works for me. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes when you start going by books, like by the book, and you're with people that are by the book, it's like, who wrote the book? You know, so I don't know, man. You know, things things get confusing, but um, well, I think there's no like one system fits all, even with twelve step things. And, no. and I've had I've had program uh, friends and relatives that have been in programs like that and stuff. And I mean, you know, but yeah, I think it. Uh, you know, you have to tailor things to you and your. Yeah, we don't like it when people say programs like that and stuff. <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> but no, I'm just fucking with you. Because well, I don't know if some of them are 12-step well, programs. Well, like, what I belong to, I, I, I talk about, I, I just talk about myself, what I know, okay? Um, I used to be a drug counselor, and I actually do attend, I, not as much as I should probably, I do attend Overeaters Anonymous. Because oh, okay. I, f- I find that um, going around other people that have um, problems with food helps me. And I'm a talker, as we know, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of shy. I just talk on stage. Um, so, but, you know, so it helps me, man. And, you know, I make them laugh there sometimes, too. I try to curb the comedy when I'm there because, you know, people are there to get what they, but it's always right. there if they need it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, this thing, it's, people say it's a disease. Is it a frame of mind? I don't know what it is, man. I just know it's bad, you mm-hmm. know, and I just know nobody around here is getting any younger. So, I right. mean, dude, I have night terrors. If I eat anything past 10 o'clock, I scream. Like crazy, oh. you know, <laughs> and I eat yeah. after 10 every night. <laughs> I think it's about, again, we, we go back to behaviors, but it's changing things a little at a time. It's right? fine. And, it's and fine. so, like, you know that if you eat that late, you're going to have those night terrors. For me, I get really bad indigestion. So that's helped me not eat later in the day, later at night, which is good. Yeah, you know, I heard yeah. I heard the golfer Gary Player one time talk about he's he's like one of those health nuts. Like he's a this guy's super duper, and he talks about breakfast being this big meal, eating a small lunch, and then he has a very small dinner. And, and he he made a good point one time. He goes, "You don't fill your car up with gas at night and then put it in the garage." Yeah, unless you, <laughs> unless you don't want to be bothered in the morning. <laughs> uh, some people eat a lot at night and then fast half the way through the day. Yeah. And they find that that works for them, because you know. But I, dude, I I think you I think uh, it's good to eat a good breakfast. I think it's good to eat, you know, throughout the day, throughout mm-hmm. the day. But you really shouldn't eat when the sun goes down. You know, when the sun right. goes down, there's really no no need to be eating anything. But right, that was sort of his point. Was yeah. That, <laughs> but that that's point. when Anthony Quinn gets hungry, up, Chris. You know. <laughs> Now I'm going to start calling you like, Chris, I'm hungry. You're part of this now, Chris. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're part of my fucking recovery now, man. But again, you know, again, it's little behaviors. It's like don't, you know, don't snack or try not to snack as much. Or well, get a little bit healthier snack. But, well, have you ever you seen know? that movie Super Size Me? Have you seen that movie? I actually have not. Really? You've not seen that yeah, movie? Yeah. Holy no, I know. I mean, shit. I know all about it and I know about Morgan You know, Spurlock. the the movie, listen, I'm not crazy about Morgan Spurlock, whatever his name is. Um... But the movie's very interesting. And they stopped supersizing stuff like right when that movie came out. Right. Like McDonald's yeah. literally stopped it as soon as the movie came out. So, you know, it's just, it's very, it, what interests me about that movie is when they talk about the dopamine in the brain. How it's similar mm-hmm. to a drug. Like they put the beef and the cheese and the salt. So it's almost like you don't even have a shot. You know, if that's what you're yeah. raised at and that's what you're imprinted with, that's what your body wants. So, I mean, I, I think there's definitely, it's interesting because I've known when I've gone to clean food, just eating beans and vegetables, shit that like, it's almost you feel like you're in a concentration camp eating it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like eating it to survive, you know, and in a couple of days, though, you feel great. You feel great. Yeah. I've had, I've had it where I, where I lose 90 pounds, 80 pounds in like a few months. 
And, you know, it's not good for you to do that. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to lose it. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what I'm trying to do, dude. I'm trying to eat this fucking microphone right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, again, again, it's like, it's okay. I had a friend who was going through this, uh, a friend of mine who's actually, he's been in 12-step programs for some other issues, but he was trying to lose some <laughs> from weight. New, he's from New Jersey? No, he's not, actually. Oh, oh, oh I was going to say, it had to be cocaine and, then. <laughs> like, his doctor was like, his doctor was like, listen, you can go out and you can have a cheeseburger and fries, but have one cheeseburger. Don't order two, you know? Like, start with those small steps first. Yeah, the, I, mean, I think I think yeah. a lot of people do what you said. You just try to go, like, like to super, like, just eating beans all of a sudden, and you, you it's like you've... Well, you well, falsely well, drop the weight. Well, back in the day, you had the diet pills to help you, but then right. they they would get you crazy for a short time. There was this product called. But they would just de- they would just dehydrate you most of those things. Actually, there was a really good one for a short time called Trim Spa. Do you remember Trim Spa? Yeah. Trim Spa had ephedra in it, but if you took it as subscribed, it was not dangerous. It's just people were fucking abusing it. And, right, they were just popping four pills in a and time. And people died. Dude, I took that shit one a day and I got thin as a motherfucker. And I <laughs> ate it healthy though. I didn't that's the thing with the diet pills. You can't just take them, you have to eat healthy too. It helps curb your appetite a little bit. And sometimes right. even a placebo pill. One time the doctor was giving me sugar pills and telling me they were diet pills and it was helping me. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean they were it wasn't quite a sugar pill, but it wasn't really a diet pill. It was more like a vitamin. Yeah. You know, it was more like a vitamin. So, I mean, so it's, that's what it is. Like, you got to feel part of it. But when you're torturing yourself, you know, I've never been a bulimic, but it's similar. You know you want something and you're denying yourself. And you're miserable. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, and that's why people go to 12-step programs. So they can have a little bit of relief, enlightenment. You know, when you hang, like, when you see comics, right? I can't wait to see some comics and tell some jokes. And, you know, we're all going to fucking bomb probably. And <laughs> Yeah. I think with the overeating thing too is uh, like keeping busy. When you get idle, that's that's when any addiction rears its head really. It's idle time. Well, that, yeah. And that's, but it's keeping busy. Keep, stick with the winners. There's all these expressions that I used to use as a counselor. You know, um, halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. You should never be any of those. Right. You know? Exactly. Because that's when you're vulnerable. So, I mean, and so, I mean, that's, you know, what's worse, Chris, is when you know this shit, you know, I talk, I know all this stuff. I talk about it in my act and I still, my girl's ready to leave me for it. You know, I mean, we have a baby and shit, so I think I'm okay for right this second. (laughs) I think I'm all right, yeah. She'll stick around for a bit. But I'm saying is like, this is a serious problem. I get creative. My landlord probably fucking hates me. We pay the rent on time. (laughs) <laughs> I saw my landlord. I go, uh, I go, uh, I go. Yeah, you know, this is a pledge that I'm doing. I'm growing my hair like this. He goes, Oh, like he thought I was just doing that. <laughs> I've been living here for two years, dude. I shave. I go on stage. I look presentable. But I'm. I mean, it was. It's just funny, man. Sometimes, like the shit people. They probably think I'm crazy because I'm screaming at night. I'm not shaving. Oh my God! I don't know. But yeah, so so like the the uh, what was I saying about the um? Well, it's about it's about, about the idle time and like yeah. that's when you, you're whatever type of small addiction or big addiction you have rears its head. So well, they say, just before just ahead. before the quarantine started, just before we got locked in our houses, I I was at the store and I bought a pair of jeans and they were pair forty eight jeans. 
okay, 48 waist, which was the smallest waist jean I'd bought in, in about a decade. Wow, okay. And then four days later, they were like, okay, you can't leave your house. Just sit in your house and eat constantly. I was like, no. <laughs> I just got the 48. <laughs> I, just, I just got into the 48. And no return, After about five and, weeks, I tried them on. They still fit. Though, so. And no return to the supermarket. I've actually, you know, my weight's always up and down. That's the thing, Chris. Like, I could lose 10 pounds in a week. I could, you know, it's. That's why I can't even focus on the weight anymore. What, what addiction's about is powerlessness and unmanageability, you know? Mm -hmm. So what you're talking about is like we used to talk like move a muscle, change a thought, right? So if, you, if you're busy, you're not sitting around thinking how miserable you are because you can't eat anything good. But in a pandemic where you can't go out and fucking do anything, <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. StubHub's still been running this whole time though, you know? DoorDash, I know all of them. You know yeah, Grubhub and DoorDash, exactly. The dude comes here, he goes, wow, you like this place, huh? <laughs> He's heckling me about eating too much fucking Ray's pizza. Or what's it's called, um, I forget what the fucking name of it is. But they, like, the guy's heckling me. He's like, wow, you eat this every night, huh? <laughs> Like, else to do. Really he, stopped, he stopped and got razor blades on his way too for me, fucking guy. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, and but that and that's like no one's getting younger around here, Chris. No one's getting any yeah. fucking younger. Chips Cooney always says it at the end of his act. He says it's later than you think. Yeah, it's it's, it's no one's getting any younger around here, man. Not, like I'm not, I'm not. This isn't science I'm dropping here. You know, this is just. Sometimes, you know, and that's what, I, why I want to do this podcast because this is my life. This is who I really am. These are the things that I, I struggle with. I talk about it on stage. But, man, food is big to, for me, man. I'm moving away from, from the whole, like, I'll tell you, I've always been the kind of guy, you take, like, a, a, some, a good, you know, piece of something and a drink, you know, maybe a little bit of weed and a drink and stuff like that, or food, some good pizza, I take that over a chick. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I, I like chicks and stuff, but. <laughs> that's, see, yeah, that's the problem with the behavior. That's the <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know, man. It's Life's too short. You got to try to enjoy yourself. So I'm hearing now that, so they, they just told me that next week they're opening up New York. Did you hear this? Well, what, are, what phase are they on? Next week, phase three starts. Really? They said 50% capacity. I said, I don't think that's going to be a problem for open mics. <laughs> yeah, well, I still think that's going to be yeah, that's not gonna be a problem for you and I at an open mic. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, if it, you can only pack half the place. Hurry up, everybody. <laughs> Me and you and Brandon Wonderlick, and that's it. That's, they got to shut it down. We're at half capacity already. But I'm saying, no, but I'm saying half capacity of the whole place is that's not going to affect open mics. So you know you're just supposed to wear you're supposed to wear masks and stay six feet apart. <laughs> I just don't think I don't think a lot of places like if you have a place where you did an open mic like uh, a restaurant or whatever like your buddy's place uh, there in New City right yeah yeah that you were doing the mic at now he's got a small place what's his capacity in the bar area uh, probably forty people would be his yeah you know, I mean whatever I, I, it is. So yeah. if you say, oh, I'm going to do an open mic, well, there's going to be 15 people there that aren't eating or drinking anything for the most part. And you're, you're like wasting capacity by having a bunch of comedians stand around. I mean, well, there's, yeah, there, there's going to be ways that it works out. That particular place, I mean, uh, that guy's going through a tough time right now. I got to contact him. No, no, I him. was just using that as yeah. an example. But yeah, 
Um, but even some of the clubs in New York City and some of the clubs in Jersey, they're small rooms. Like, are they going to waste capacity on an open mic? You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, well. I have my trepidation I, about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I Whatever, man. It's all good. One way or another. Um, I don't. I don't really think. I've been to a bunch of open mics and I never really. I never really see. There's, it's never really a problem that there's, you know, I never even see close to 50% capacity with everybody. <laughs> very seldom. I mean, at an open mic, very seldom. Maybe the rhino if somebody special's going or something. Right. But, um, but you know, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Like, even the rhino. I mean, that place is usually 50% capacity anyway. Right. So, with everybody. So, if, they, if they're 50% capacity, they're happy as hell. People are buying beer, doing stuff, you know, enjoying themselves. So, I, I think that's, you know, as long as people can be sensible. If it's one or two people over, I don't think they're going to be necessarily going crazy. Uh, I, but, yeah, absolutely. But you just don't know. I, to tell you the truth, I don't know. <laughs> what would surprise you? If I told you they had, like, an under, other, undercover, like, investigator there and somebody, got, an owner got arrested for one extra person, would you be that surprised? No. <laughs> No, I think I just I like, yeah, that's great that New York City's opening. And I know New York, uh, New Jersey was starting phase two today. And but uh, I don't again, I'm like, I think people are going to rush out initially, like the first week. And then I think things are going to back off. OK, what do you think about this Arizona shit? I mean, what's up with them, dude? What, what's up with Arizona? They figured there's like a big spike there now. Yeah, well, because the people just go out and do whatever they want. I know, and what I'm saying is, why couldn't they just stay home for a little while? They're, it's hot as hell there anyway, isn't it? I, I agree, yeah, I would just stay in the air conditioning. They had their spring, it's called Christmas! <laughs> exactly, that's what a good point. What the fuck, dude? You know? We're the ones that should be bitching, man. This is the tri-state area. We actually have shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be like that, but come on, man. You're you right, know? It's, it's just, yeah. Unless you're, uh, unless you're a cactus or a snake, uh, there's nothing to do in Arizona. They don't even have beaches. It's like rock there, man. Shut yeah. up and chew on a rock. Stay home and... Well, everyone goes to that one lake, Lake Havasu, because it's the only water in the whole state. Yeah, go fucking... Go drink somebody's pee. You know, I don't know. Man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I, I try not to be negative. I try to stay positive, but... I, dude, this, is, this has been longer than I thought. This, I mean, I was, I'm, I'm happy now. Because I said the end of June, I was pretty sure it was going to be the end of June. I thought they were going to do like a 4th of July build-up. That's what I thought. That's what I was kind of thinking as well. Yeah, I yeah. thought. I th And I, you know, eventually. And that's what it, What do I think of? I think of food. Right? I think of food. Oh, I think I of think all the How many hot dogs can I pile away? Or, yeah, or like what party am I going to? You know, where I can eat. And there's a buffet, you know. A buff dude, you, I go, you, you don't go to the best food party first, <laughs> and you don't go to the best food party last. <laughs> In the see so, again, this is see, this is what you're talking about. This is fat guy thinking, right? Well, dude, I get go to the best food party in the middle. I literally <laughs> get nervous when I'm at buffets. Sometimes I swear to God, I'm not shitting you. I get nervous <laughs> because I feel like. Somebody's gonna finish the last bit. <laughs> or I swear to God, I'm like, I, I get, I get weird. I did an Ayurvedic cooking class one time, right? It was, it was a bunch of Ayurvedic. I'm saying it wrong. Ayurvedic is that how you say it? Aramaic. I think it was called Ayurvedic. It's like a, it's like an Indian. It's like an Indian <laughs> vegetarian cooking. Ayurvedic, oh, it's okay. called. And oh, it was a some, so, you know, a woman I was dating gave it to me for, for a present. 
So we're at this cooking class and they asked for volunteers to help set up and I, I, I helped set up. But that put me on the back of the line for the buffet. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so this woman I'm with is looking at me and I'm like, that cheese that I made better not be fucking done. <laughs> yeah. Because they show you how to make cheese. They show you how to make the, um, the, the, the cheese, the Indian cheese or whatever it's called. Um, and, uh, and we got, and it, there was no cheese. I was fucking pissed. I almost <laughs> said something to <laughs> I was going to beat up some fucking, some vegetarian. Where's my cheese, bitch? And I Years think, ago, Kevin Kevin James did a bit about that, about like being addicted to food, and like it's because like when he's at a restaurant, he like he sees like the waiter coming, and he's is he's like, is that our food? Oh yeah, I see the onion fritters. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I swear I've looked at I've there's been times when I was looking at someone's table, and I know they thought I was looking at their girl, but I was looking at them, their meal or their girl's meal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, your girl's scallops are hot, man. <laughs> yo, yo, dude, your girl, man, she's got some nice shrimps, man. Let me tell you, holy shit! But it's, it's, I, I've been close. I don't think I've done it, but I've been close. I think it's very rude. People have done it to me, but I don't. I've been close to asking people before what that was, like off the menu. What is that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Have you done that or no? You, you don't. No, no. I've wanted to like a motherfucker though. <laughs> Like I whispered to my kids, what's that? What do you think that is? <laughs> but I don't say, hey, pal. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Hey, is that buddy. a number seven? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, okay, so I use this example on in the intro, right? We'll do this. I'll, I'll, I'll do, go over this with you, then we'll wrap up. When I was a kid in Queens, there was a place they had uh, these little gummy bears. They were like hide gummy bears. They were imported, really good gummy bears. I love candy. I know everything about candy. And they were 25 cents a pack. Now they think they're like over a dollar. But they, they, they make them now with like a sugar coating on them that I don't even like. So I don't even like the gummy bears anymore. They're, the gummy bears are not in my life anymore. But they were when I was a kid. <laughs> they were good when I was a kid. And they were 25 cents a pack, okay? So everybody went and bought a pack. But I bought eight packs. <laughs> nice. Because I loved them and they went so quick. And I just, I obsessed over how, and I didn't eat the whole eight packs in one shot. I didn't. But I just wanted to make sure that I, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was a compulsion. It was an obsession. Now, that was really the only thing I remember from when I was a kid, but it was still there. You know what I'm saying? That's a behavior mm -hmm. right there. Now, kids go, yeah, through, kids go through stuff like that all the time. So, it's when you see your adult behaviors matching up with your kid behaviors you know, that's when you that's when you realize, like, is this a real thing here? You know, a kid, when you're 10 or 11, whatever I was, I think I was probably 8 or 9, you can you, you get a pass. <laughs> you know, it's right. part of life. Hey, I bought 8. I realized I shouldn't buy 8. I'll buy 1 <laughs> next time. But I bought 8 every time. When you buy eight. Yeah, right. As a 45-year-old man, when you buy 8, you, you know better. Well, now I can't afford 8. <laughs> they were 25 cents. But so, well, that's what I'm saying is the obsession, the compulsion was there. It was, you know, I wanted to make sure there was enough. And, and other people that have a healthy relationship with food don't care that much. You know, they kind of like mm -hmm. gummy bears, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're pretty happy that gummy bears are around, but they don't think about them that much. I think, I, you know, gummy bears and candy and stuff like that take up a decent amount of my time because <laughs> I have kids and now my kids 
know everything about candy and love candy, and that's kind of my <laughs> fault too. So I don't know. I don't know. What are you yeah, gonna do you. though? You know, you gotta, you. you gotta, you gotta. Am I gonna tell my kids? We were on like a give them a little bit of candy and all this stuff, and now they eat all the candy they want. I didn't get them game systems till they were just a couple years ago. Till they, they're thirty, till they were like ten, eleven. Now they're playing GTA, killing cops, beating up prostitutes. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, all right. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. really so, teaching them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I, I don't. My kids I don't, don't need gummy bears, but they know how to beat up. I don't even play. Yeah. I don't even play those games, dude. I don't. But I'm saying is, is sometimes you just gotta. It's gonna happen. You just gotta try to be there for them. You know, yeah. like I eat gummy bears with them. <laughs> and I talked about this on the intro. There's been times when I buy them candy, and I eat it in the middle of the night. <laughs> Because I'm a food addict, dude. And they and wake up. Candy. Like, I didn't buy you candy. What are you talking about? I don't think I've ever lied about it. I don't think, I don't, I think that's, that's a whole different. That's, maybe that's why you don't have kids. Yeah. What candy? Are you retarded? Get out of my house. Dad, I'm seven. No. Um. But, uh, no, I went and got the mother candy, but I had to tell them, I'm sorry, I ate your candy in the middle of the night. <laughs> and and I, don't, I, I don't think it's bad. Like, we joke about it now, and we'll probably joke about it a lot, but at the time, it's serious, man. Like, you know it's your kid's candy in the middle of the night, and you're just eating it. You know? Like, you're rationalizing. I bought the damn candy. <laughs> I'm your dad. I can eat your damn candy. Whatever it is, if you know you're not supposed to do it and you're still doing it, that's a behavior like we talked about. So, so anyway, so how do you, so you've been vacationing down there for a while? Yeah, I've been here since May 8th, May 9th. No, but I'm saying like as far as years, like you've, how long have your family owned, how long has your family had the house there? Uh, well, well, I actually lived in South Carolina for 10 years. Oh, wow. Holy and, shit. Uh, my parents have had this house for about 15 years. Wow, so, wow, South Carolina. You must have been a fucking genius there, huh? People must have loved you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How did that go? What were you teaching there? Uh, I was doing I was doing another uh, career before I was teaching. I did uh, video production work for athletics. Oh, you did, for what? For athletics. I worked at the oh, University yeah. of South Carolina Athletic Department. Wow, wow. Oh, Oh my God! I did video for years. That must have been drama up the ass. You worked for the college for the Tar Heels? No, South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, oh, oh! The Gamecocks—that's pretty big too, though. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty big too. Yeah, wow! Holy shit! Were you the head of production? No, no, we were. Uh, we were the. We were the what's called the the coaching video. So we would film practices and games and edit all that stuff for the coaches. What did you, you did you shoot? Were you a shooter? Yeah. Yeah, and we, we shot some production stuff. When I was there, when I first started, we were coaching and production, and the production wing broke off, uh, and oh. we stayed. What were they shooting there. on? What were they shooting on? What cameras? We shot on all different kinds. I, mean, we, okay. I started on, on beta cams. I mean, oh, so the hump camera. They were hump cameras. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, by the, by the time I was done, we were all digital. By the time I finished... We were going straight into computers, and everything was just, you know, the camera was just going straight into the computer. Oh, it was like a, like a, like yeah, like a, like a, a camera cam, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, uh, like a Sony, a Sony DV cam, and yeah. you just have an Ethernet wire going, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, they've gotten so good. I mean, if it's just a talking head thing, it all depends. You know, it all depends. Yeah. It's, it's. 
Well, the co- again, the coaching video is a little bit different. The way you have to shoot it, it's more wide angle stuff. Um, yeah, you know that's cool. So it sounds it. like you had a, you had a nice little production team then. Not too much yeah, drama. Yeah, like, no, no, no. And then cool. I'm, I'm a big sports guy. You got to go to games. Oh my god! Let's talk about that real quick. Holy fuck! Are you happy basketball's coming back or what? I am fucking psyched. I'm happy everything's coming back. I'm a golf fan, so I was happy this weekend when the golf was on. I used to be a golf fan. I, I think golf has taken a hit over the years. I think they fucked with the game too much. But I don't know. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. But um, I used to love, watch it back in the day. I like Freddie Couples and all those people. I remember all that yeah. stuff. Uh, I guess he's still playing. He's still doing okay, I heard, right? Yeah, he yeah, he's out there a little bit. He does mostly the senior tour, but he plays some PGA tournaments. Yeah, yeah. He's he was great. I loved Freddie Couples. But uh no, I mean you know, I, I I don't know. I, I like I like Tiger and stuff, but uh I watch it a little. I watch it a little. If it's on sometimes I'll watch it. I like Phil Mickelson, he's alright. Um I like to see lefty golfers that are good. Um, you know, mm. there's certain, certain things I, I know a little bit about. I know more about basketball and football are two ones I like to talk about. I was a huge baseball. People forget how big baseball was. Remember how big I'm fucking. A, I'm, I'm, I'm still a huge baseball fan. So. But remember, but remember how big baseball was though? Holy shit. Right. I do. I wish it was that big still. I mean, I'm when I was a kid, baseball was everything, dude. I was a, are you a Yankee fan? Yes. Thank God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, Everything. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Are you uh, someone literally just posted on Facebook? Can anyone else not make calls right now? Oh, okay. Hmm. Wow. Maybe they're. Uh, maybe it's the government. The maybe 5G, man. The, the government in the five G towers. <laughs> maybe the black buses are on the way, man. <laughs> yeah, you're the conspiracy guy. Five G towers. If you fuck, if you hear a knock and I hear a knock, we're not answering, dude. <laughs> I didn't order shit. <laughs> Oh man, so, 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 so living in South Carolina though, I mean, like, I don't know, was it? Did people tell you you were smart all the time? When I go down there, they're always like, "You, you sure you don't have one of them PHPs?" Like, <laughs> they always no, but they could tell I was from the north. They were like, I, I they, they're like, you want to be mayor? Did they ask you to be mayor? No, no, <laughs> no. They're always like, you want to be mayor? I'm not, I mean, I don't know. I was, you know, you know, Lumberton. I was in Lumberton. I was stuck in Lumberton, Lumberton North Carolina. It's about yes. an hour from where I am right now. Yeah. I was in Lumberton, North Carolina. We went to Myrtle Beach one time. Okay, we, um, yeah, I'm just about an hour outside of Myrtle. And we got kicked out of Myrtle Beach because it was a tornado, and we wound up in Lumberton, North Carolina. And it's a dry okay. county. It's a dry county. Yeah. So there was like it's a good. speakeasy that you went to go drink in. <laughs> and it was like downstairs in a basement and it closed at a weird time. You had to order beers a certain way. It was very strange. And at first everyone was treating me like a Yankee and next thing you know, like, you know, I buttered everybody up and we were hanging. That was when I used to drink. So, uh, but these people wanted me to like come stay at their house and shit. This guy was like, <laughs> my sister, Crystal, get over here. Like it was fucking crazy. It was like bizarro world, dude. And I liked it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Generalizations are never good to live by, but they're fun to talk about sometimes. You're like, Crystal, how good looking is Crystal? Maybe I'll stop by that. You know what? You know what was crazy? Crystal was a fucking knockout, dude. She was a fucking knockout. And she was a waitress there. I actually called there one time and got her on the phone, but I was like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, hey, how you doing, hon? And it was just (laughs) like, I was like, she's in North Carolina, though. Yeah, and I'm here. Like, what do you? So I, I never called her again. I just wanted to make sure she was real. It wasn't a, wasn't a delusion. <laughs> right. It wasn't a segment. 
people really wanted me to stay in their house and they offered me their sister holy shit <laughs> oh man i don't know man uh i think it's cool I, I met some nice people in georgia too but i just don't know if i could live there man you know, I don't know. It's it's uh it's just different. It's cultural very changes. Hot. Very hot for a fat guy. Very it's hot. very hot, and it's just they're just used to living different. You know, um, you know, just because it's it's. I talk a lot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> People in Georgia don't like. They don't like that. They don't like little round. See, so you're you're kind of a, how tall are you? Five ten. Yeah, you're you're a little big. You're bigger. You're you're a little taller. So. Yeah. They, they can take more shit from you. It all, you know what it comes down to, though, Chris. It all comes down to whether people think you can beat their ass or not. I mean, that's right. <laughs> that's really. This is what women don't realize. This is one of the one of the things I've said to so many women in fights is, if I talked like you talk to me to men, I would fight every second of every day. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just yeah. It, that's what it comes down to sometimes. So I'm just a little round man. I like to talk a lot, and uh, I don't. Maybe I'll move down south sometime. You know, maybe, maybe. But but that's why people move to Florida, right? Because it's cheaper. But then you get there, and you're in Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mentioned you were just saying quickly before we go. You oh, crap! I forget what you were saying. I don't know. I had a funny, quick, funny story. No, we, we were talking about um, you know me living down in Florida. I uh, mean, living down in North Carolina. I talk a lot. And stuff nah, like that. But it's, it's all good. It's all good. So we're going to wrap this up. But listen, I'd like to thank Chris de Blasio. Thank you so much for helping me with this. This, Absolutely. Is, this is a new podcast. I'm trying to like, you know, get up off the ground. And, um, you know, this is tough time. It's good to good to let things out. <laughs> yes. Just keep your pants on. All right. <laughs> all right, brother. Thanks a lot, Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Right. Have a good one. All right. Take care.